0: Hey, it's Rob. And Susan. We're here to talk to you today, right? We're here to talk today. Yeah, that's right. About what? Well, we're gonna we're gonna talk about how we did exactly what our church and family told us to do. Exactly what they told us to do and what happened.
1: They disowned us and they tried to discredit us. Yeah, well, cool.
0: So let's talk about that. Yeah?
1: Yep, let's do this. Would it be okay if I were to tell you that I am afraid? Someday, so I call you Can you call me down? Would it be okay?
0: Well, hello, and welcome to the Freed Hearts Podcast. We are so glad you're here. My name is Robert Cottrell and I'm here with
1: Susan Cottrell. Hey there. Hi. Great to see we everybody. Are, yeah,
0: <laughs> wait, can you see them?
1: <laughs> Virtually.
0: Can you really? Are they like avatars out there?
1: okay okay
0: let's move along okay. <laughs> Wow <laughs> welcome back <laughs> we're going to start it this way uh, again we've We've had a little break, and we're so glad to be back with you. We hope you had a nice break as well and we are so glad that you decided to come back with us yes. So, thank you and again, we welcome are. please do subscribe and, and share this um the this individual episode of the podcast in general if you'd like to do that, and please do connect with us all of that. All of everything, all the resources and everything is at freedhearts.org. Yeah?
1: Yes, exactly. Well, our focus here and in all that we do is to deconstruct dangerous religious beliefs, false teachings that steal your life
0: and steal your joy. Yeah, this is the deconstruction zone. Yes. And now often, I will say often we do that through dealing with family situations and often through the LGBTQ plus issue, because that's, that's a big part of our story. That's one of the key things that led us to begin our, our deconstruction and reconstruction, rebirth of our faith and our spirituality. Um, and what we do here is we hope to set hearts free. Or if your exactly. heart is free, if we've done that, yay, or helped <laughs> to do that, yay. And so we want to remind you that your heart is free and that you are on the right track. And, uh, and it's, as, as we've said before, it's just us and you, the three of us here, and we hope we're just, we're, we're just talking, right?
1: Yeah, exactly, so, exactly. So, what are we talking about today? today? Today, we want to look at how different the reality of the actions and core beliefs of the non-affirming, behavior-focused, rules-based part of the church is, how different it is from what we heard from them about Jesus. What they told us Jesus wanted us to do.
0: Yeah. You know what? Because they told us what to do. We listened. Yes. We heard it. We spent 20 plus years in the evangelical church as leaders, as pastors. We listened. We heard. We did what they said. And look what happened. They turned on us.
1: Yes. Yes. And many of you I know feel the same way.
0: Yes, yeah. I mean, they turned on us, not just turned on us, they tried to discredit us. They disowned us and tried to discredit us, not just the church, but the family as well. Yes. Um, And this episode, I will tell you, this episode is inspired by our good friend, Chris Kratzer. Uh, If you're searching for him online, K-R-A-T-Z-E-R, Chris Kratzer. And so I want to start this by just reading something that he wrote uh, on a recent post, and then we can just talk about it, yeah?
1: Yes. Okay,
0: so here is what Chris... Wrote, what the hell did you expect me to do? You told me to love my neighbors, to model the life of Jesus, to be kind and considerate, and to stand up for the bullied. You told me to love people, consider others as more important than myself. Red and yellow, black and white, they are precious in his sight. We sang it together, pressing the volume pedal and leaning our hearts into the chorus. You told me to love my enemies, to even do good to those who wish for bad things. You told me to never hate anyone and to always find ways to encourage people. You told me it's better to give than receive, to be the last instead of first. You told me that money doesn't bring happiness and can even lead to evil, but taking care of the needs of others brings great joy and life to the soul. You told me that Jesus looks at what I do for the least of these as the true depth of my faith. You told me to focus on my own sin instead of trying to police it in others. You told me to be accepting and forgiving. I paid attention. I took every lesson and I did what you told me. But now you call me a libtard, a queer lover. You call me woke a backslider. You call me a heretic, a child of the devil. You call me a false prophet, a reprobate leading people to the gates of hell. You call me soft, a snowflake, a socialist. What the hell did you expect me to do? You passed out the WWJD bracelets. I took it to heart. I thought you were serious. Uh, Apparently not. We were once friends, but now the lines have been drawn. You hate nearly all the people I love. You stand against nearly all the things I stand for. I'm trying to see a way forward, but it's hard when I survey all the hurt, harm, and darkness that comes in the wake of your beliefs and presence. What the hell did you expect me to do? I believed it all the way. I'm still believing it all the way, which leaves me wondering, what happened to you?
1: <laughs>
0: that's that, that is, is great. So,
1: so piercing
0: oh gosh chris thank you yeah for that that is so powerful and i can just hear the amens and hell yes and I can yeah. hear you out there this that is so powerful and i you know I don't that we talked about this recently that I'm starting to wonder why people are not getting it out there because yeah. you know yeah we I know if you came from the evangelical church these things resonate with you. They, you know, yes. Ah.
1: Yes, and there's nothing stronger than peer pressure here, and that that is so hap- you know, so strong and has happened so strongly that you know, was it just all a lie to get us to buy in literally with our time and our energy and our money and our heart so that power could be achieved and empires built mm. was that it and is that cynical or is it accurate <laughs> so yeah. yeah yeah let's go back over it and talk about it a yeah. little bit
0: because i know i mean as i as i read this again just now i I remember, and I know you remember this, being in church, and that's you know, we would we would talk about this. We would sing, you know, hymn after hymn after chorus after chorus. We would sing about this stuff, yeah. and it all sounds so good. It sounds so good. And and I know you've heard these things if you came through the evangelical church. You've got to wonder why what happened? What right. why is why as you said at the beginning, why are the actions and core beliefs so different from this? Yes. now yes. you know and you know he he started out by saying that you told us to love our neighbors to model the life of Jesus and that, you know we we've talked about that a lot that Jesus yeah. lived a certain way loved a certain way accepted those you know the the religious leaders would would say hey what about this woman here and he would then not correct the woman but he would correct the religious leaders right he
1: always defended the the person they were bringing in front of him.
0: Yes. And
1: and ne- and always brought down the religious leader in the conversation.
0: Yeah. I mean, he was kind and considerate, and he stood up for the bullied. That's right. You know? And that's right. And so, that's what you told us to do, church. Yeah. So, we're doing that.
1: Yeah. Insert this right here. If you are the bullied, know that Jesus stands by you. Jesus defends you. Just yeah. saying, in case you're wondering and wondering how you got off track, you didn't get off track.
0: Exactly right. (laughs) Just put that in. As we've talked, as we've said before, you know, we didn't really leave the church. The church left us. Yeah. You know, and... They left Jesus a long time ago. That's right. And church, you told us to love people, to consider others more important than ourselves. Again, red and yellow, black and white. They are precious in. And- well, I'm just triggering people right there. I know. <laughs> Sorry, um so. we sang it again. We sang it together. We man, we just I used to lead worship. We we did worship together and and those songs now are yeah. we, we would triggering. sing them, we would cry, and the church And we were sincere. We were sincere. We were sincere.
1: We were leading in worship and we were sincere.
0: And what but the church as a whole, again, behave, became yeah. behavior-focused or reveals that it truly is behavior-focused and non-affirming and rules-based, which goes against all of this stuff that Jesus modeled, yes. all of the stuff that they said, all of these stuff the song said that we should do.
1: Yes, and it's less the people in the pews than the leadership, than the theology they have inherited.
0: Been conditioned to. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of people out there in the pews are just doing what they've been conditioned to do, what right. they've been told.
1: And I don't know where it moves over into accountability. Like mm. if you keep pressing until your child leaves you and you fracture the relationship permanently, yeah. at what point are you accountable? Well, I don't know the answer to that
0: yeah and that's what I think is happens and that's why so much of this evangelical this part of the evangelical church is is either changing or is diminishing because people are sitting there and I think they're it's, it's like their hearts are going enough is enough yeah already enough is enough yeah you know this doesn't sit well with me how we're treating the LGBTQ plus community or how we're treating the least of these or the how much money we're spending on this and right. that, it doesn't sit well with me you right. know Yeah.
1: After Katrina, there was a church in our area at the time that they did every year, they did a um, nativity whole thing with animals and everything, you know, those, how churches do that. And after Katrina, they canceled that for the year and used the money they would have spent to help Katrina victims. And they realized how much money it was and they thought, we're going to cancel this every year in the future. Mm. We're not going to do this anymore. We're going to use this money to help people who really need it. Uh, what a novel idea yeah. to actually help the people that need to be helped.
0: And again, and we talk about the, the impact of those in the pews, but there's also an impact of this, this, this hypocrisy on those watching. Again, mm-hmm. they drive by, they see the nativity scene, and they, they know, they see how this part of the church treats other people. Right. And they have no interest in it. Right. You know, they have no interest in it. Again, the church said don't hate anyone to always always find a way to encourage people. Right. Well
1: <laughs> unless they're gay.
0: <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah.
1: We have some friends who they stay in the pews before they left church. They'd be like after their son came out. All those things that would be delivered, you know, we love you unconditionally, and they'd mouth to each other, unless you're gay, <laughs> like at every turn, unless you're gay. Yeah,
0: or unless you support your gay loved one. That's right. That's right, exactly right.
1: Right. And we've heard from quite a few, you know, people who really believe that the church will not recover from, the, in, in yeah. other words, it'll never be the same.
0: No, it, it won't. The business
1: as usual is not going to be usual after yeah. this who they've revealed themselves to be in the last however many years it's been yeah. now.
0: We believe it's a it's a time of great reformation, of great change. And yes. And and yeah, I don't think the church can ever go back now. It's been revealed now and it can never go back. Certainly there will be a part of the church where people who are non-affirming and rule based and like that misogynistic patriarchal structure will dig in their heels Almost and continue. Yeah. yeah. But uh, oh okay. You know? And
1: and I let me hasten to add, so I don't forget, that we talk about the church as a kind of a monolithic thing, but we mean the non-affirming, right. systems-based, rules-based church. We know there are a lot of good churches out there doing other work, doing the work of Jesus, who do line up with these things that you read from Chris Kratzer. Yeah. And so, I I always need to say, I don't mean all the church I'm talking about. This yeah. systems church.
0: Yes. And credit to those who are changing, because there are yes. some including some mega evangelical churches who whose hearts whose lead the leaders' hearts have been changed, like we just talked about. And they have decided to go ahead and yeah. and, and really make that kind of, of uh of core change and and well done on that, you know. Yeah. Um and we, in, we encourage those. So yeah, that's a good point. We're only talking about that this Right. Part of the church. Yeah. And the
1: churches that have that are changing have had to navigate how to do it without losing all their people, which is like, wow, really. Yeah. And <laughs> you know, it's like putting the wolf in charge of the sheep. It's like I think you have mixed motives here. And I don't mean to malign any leaders, it's but it's a system the way it's set up is, you know, you're you're paid by the people that you're correcting, so to speak, that you're leading. And so, you're not going to lead them too far afield. You know, the king's messengers were killed if the king didn't like the message. Yeah. So, Mm -hmm. it's tough to navigate this for people, and that's a flaw in the structure of the whole thing.
0: Yeah. Well, you talked early on, you talked about money and power and empires being built. And that's, we've, and you know how we feel about this, but that's, there's so much money involved, and we'll talk about that in some future episodes. But there's so much money involved, and and uh, empires out there that to even raise your hand and question something is anything that's perceived as a threat is squashed. You know, and you know if you came out or if you came out as affirming, you were squashed. Yeah, um, they turned on you, and and. It's just it, it's so interesting because I, I as as I read this part I thought I remember this I remember sitting there and mm-hmm. hearing them talk about focus on your own sin mm-hmm. not someone else's sin focus right. on your own sin but the right. message that comes out to people who are in the them category the s versus them them category is that well hey no we're going to talk about your sin right or what we perceive as your right. sin or define as your sin right. It's totally bass backwards. <laughs> <laughs> I love that phrase. I love
1: that you phrase. Know?
0: And again, so you told us all these things. And like Cratcher says, we paid attention. We took, we we paid attention. And we did it. And so what happened? <laughs> Queer lover, libtard, woke, backslider, heretic, child of... Uh, of the devil, driving your family off a cliff, leading people into hell, false prophet, soft snowflake socialist. My gosh. Yeah. You've been called that. I know you have out there, <laughs> friends. We yeah. have certainly yeah. al- almost every single day by strangers and by some family members.
1: And this is a this is a long, long-standing tactic to attack the person. It's called um, an ad hominem attack, which means at the person. And when you attack the person, then you've run out of arguments. Then you are already <laughs> off the rails.
0: That's right. If, they don't if, really discuss the issues. Right.
1: If you have to label people as libtard, libtard, give me a break. I know, I know. Or woke or all the other things. Child of the devil, good heavens. Heretic, which only means you haven't caught up to my insight yet. That's what that means. <laughs> <laughs> all our collective insight yeah. here, they just haven't caught up to it. But when you attack a person... You've already lost. You've already run out of actual ideas.
0: You've showed your hand.
1: You've showed your hand. And so, I say that to everyone out there who has been attacked as a person and called a sinner and called vile names by people who were supposed to have your back and supposed to love you. Mm. Let that be a beacon. You don't buy it. Don't say, oh, my gosh, I am a sinner. No, 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 no. Here's what you do with that. You say, oh, I see. You've run out of actual salient points to make. That's right. You've run out of you're at the end of your argument and so now you're attacking me. Yep. Okay, got it. Thank you for clarifying. I am out of here.
0: And part of the teaching in the in the church is is to is to be afraid of and careful with and run from people who are of the devil, false prophets. Right. So the right. moment, you know, heretic, so the moment they can label us that, then our previous friends or community in that church is scared to even have anything to do with us, which is which is the goal. Right. You know, again keep us keep them in line, keep them in the pews, right. keep things the way they are.
1: Just tell people they've got the plague and no one will go near yeah. them, and that's, that's basically right. what's happening.
0: <laughs> exactly. Right. You so know. again, we wore I wore a WWJD bracelet. Yeah. You know, I took it to heart. Again, I thought church, I thought you were serious. But when you read, you
1: read Jesus, I don't know anybody who can read Jesus in the Bible and say, yeah, he's a jerk. Nobody says that. They're all like, oh my gosh, I love this person. Could we, could we do this? Could we (laughs) love our enemies? Could we try this thing that he said to do?
0: Well, so we discovered that they weren't. They're not serious. Again, this, this this part of the Christian church is not really serious about following, and having us do what Jesus they modeled.
1: They put him. He's a mascot. He's, he's a basically mascot. their mascot. Yeah, and we he's,
0: said we're. Yeah, they're not yeah, using him. We're taking. Icon back.
1: is up on the up on the wall, <laughs> in the church, and so,
0: you know. Yeah, yeah, that's true. So, what do we do with this? What do we do, with what do we do now? And as as chris kratzer said we he said we were once friends, but yeah. now the lines have been drawn, and we and sometimes when we post this, you know, there's the oppressed and the oppressor, there's not a middle ground. you just first go, well, you need to be kind. well, hang on now because people are being devastatingly hurt and dying from right. from depression and suicide and all this stuff, and so their their implications to just being silent about this to being. Lukewarm and trying to 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 stay in the middle here, and I don't think that's the case. Lines have been drawn, and as as he said, you hate nearly all the people I love. Yeah. You stand against nearly all the things I stand for, and I don't know what the way forward. I know what my way forward is. Yeah, it's to love.
1: Yeah,
0: damn it, it's to love people, <laughs> and they can
1: come along I love or not. You, damn it,
0: <laughs> and they can True. come along or not. Yeah. But as we look at the damage that's been done to LGBTQ plus people, right. or anybody in a marginalized group, because of of who they love, or what they look like, or where they're from, or how much money they have, when with all the hurt and harm and darkness that comes as a result of these beliefs yep. and this uh, this teaching, enough is enough. The line has been drawn. I'm not going to. St- Try to straddle both here. Yeah,
1: I'm not placating you anymore. Well, it, here's the way I see it. Is that let's say you you are a chemistry teacher and you know chemistry really well. I know nothing about chemistry, but let's say you know that really well. You and
0: I have chemistry. <laughs> is that what you're talking about?
1: <laughs> I know that. that. Is not what I'm talking about? <laughs> and you have a fourth grade class that comes in for a field trip and they start picking up your beakers and you're... Solutions and they start mixing things things together and you say no 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 stop put everything down you sit down I will help you learn but you don't get to play with the chemicals because you don't know what you're doing with them and you don't know the know the damage that they cause and so I I think in regard to Christians who have been taught badly it it is it doesn't first of all help us in the least. To have contempt for them. It doesn't, yeah. as maddening as they can be because of what they're doing, it doesn't help for us to hate them or have contempt for them because then we're embodying that. That's not right. good for us.
0: Well, the anger is with the system. The yeah, the line with the is with the system. Right.
1: So instead, what we have to do is say, okay, I hear what you're saying. It is not valid. We're not going to talk about this anymore. Here's something you can read. You know, what is it? Sashay, um, speak.
0: Yeah, share. Speak and share Share,
1: speak, away. away. Here's something I'm sharing. If you, if you're interested in reading it and talking yeah. about it, great. Yeah. Otherwise, we're done because you, you don't know the damage that yeah. you're doing, and I'm not going to allow people on my watch to be damaged because you're playing with chemicals you don't even know what they are. Yeah,
0: that's good. Yep. Yeah. And we're done. Not. In, I mean. In, yeah. So that's an excellent point. We're not attacking people on the other side of the line. We're attacking the system. We're attacking the core beliefs. That's what we want changed. And what we are providing to the people, and we've talked about this in the episode where what how to change the minds of, of evangelicals who are non-affirming. You share things like the impact of these negative beliefs, the suicide rates, the right. substance abuse, all that kind of stuff. You share the, the, the real bad fruit of what of these non-affirming beliefs. And then they can do with that what they want. Yes, And we are we and a lot of them are saying, well hey, our hearts are moved now and we're changing some won't like we said, but we yeah. our way forward, like we said, the only only sustainable way forward is love. So we're going to stand against the system, try to to, to, uh, to speak the truth against the system, share resources to those, uh, share the truths of those who are still under that teaching, and then we're going to sashay away and love everybody we can.
1: Yes, and let me let me clarify because we get this a lot: that love does not mean, oh, okay, I know you destroyed my stuff, but oh, okay, I'll give you another chance. That is not love. Love means to accept people as they are, with room for who they may become. Which means assessing properly who someone is based on what they've already given you. It's like, okay, these are fourth graders. I'm going to put away my chemicals. Yeah. Because they're not, they can't be responsible for it. They're not in that position. And these Christians who are following have been systemically, systematically taught to trust the leadership And not to think for themselves, it's been part... Not trust their hearts. Not trust their hearts, not trust their thinking. They've been told their heart is deceitfully wicked. It's not. That's a mistranslation. And so, it means the heart is deep, who can know it, Mm -hmm. which everybody's is. So, they've been badly, badly taught. And so, really, I know I just compared Christians in that position to fourth graders. But the truth is, that's where the thinking is because it's been reduced to fight or flight. The Mm, the Christian systemic teaching of this type reduces people to fight or flight and makes them terrified because their kid may be gay or they may be gay or that whatever, or God may hate them, that's the, or send them to hell, that's the Trump, ultimate Trump card, so to speak. And so to assess properly that these people don't have the information and they're conditioned not to hear it Will allow you. That's what we mean by loving them. Right is accepting where they are, not embracing them in your home, right. inviting you them to your dinner so they can destroy you again. It's grasping where they are and letting that be.
0: Yeah. And when I said love others, I meant I meant primarily those who have been hurt.
1: Yes, well, those that's who have true. been hurt. You that's know, that's true. that's yes. that's
0: the we're gonna move forward yep. and and love every, everybody with a focus on those who yes. are the least of these, meaning those who have been hurt and depressed and marginalized. And yes. but that's an excellent point. We're not and the love that we show to others is understanding how they got where they are. Yep. And saying here's some truth for you. Please join us. Come to this side we have cookies. <laughs> you know, <laughs> yes. come over here. And and yeah. we we shared that before. I said if you just open the box that you have God in, it's beautiful out here. It's beautiful, beautiful here. in there. Yeah. It's beautiful out here. Slide and, on
1: down that slippery slope. And yeah. We're having fun down
0: here. And again, we so we we believed all this stuff from you, and we're still believing it. We're still believing it all the way. We are all in on modeling the life of Jesus. And yeah. we, but we're wondering, we're left wondering what happened to you. Yes. You know? So, yes, beloved, you are on the right track. Hear me now. You are on the right track. You can trust your heart. We say that all the time because you can never hear that too much, because you hear you can't too much. You are all good with God. You love you. Your love of yourself, your love of others is exactly what you should be doing. Yes. The issues are not with you, and don't ever let anybody tell you they are. Beloved, we love you. We'll talk to you next time. Bye. Bye.
1: Would it be okay if I were to tell you that I am afraid? Someday, so I call you up and you call me down. Would it be okay?
0: You've been listening to the Freed Hearts Podcast. We have extensive resources and vibrant community for you at www.freedhearts.org. Just come say hello. And if you have questions or issues or comments about the podcast, things you'd like us to talk about, reach out to us at podcast at freedhearts.org. Dot org. The music is provided by Hannah Catrell, our daughter, the Grammy-nominated Saint Sinner, and you can find out more about her at heystsinner.com. Please share this, subscribe, and follow on your favorite platform, and thanks for listening.